It's Craft Beer on the Bay. Mm, beer. With producer Matt, the craft beer guy, kicking off your weekend with his latest beer discovery, the coolest breweries, the newest brews, and craft beer events for you and your buds to get knee-deep in suds. It is Craft Beer on the Bay. Very excited. First-time guest today, Guilford Hall Brewery, and the studio is packed right now. We're not used to having this many people in here. It's always fun when we get to uh, pile some bodies in here for craft beer on the bay. I'm going to have you guys go around the horn and just kind of introduce yourselves and what you do for the brewery. We'll start at this end over here with Paige. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Um, Hi, guys. I'm Paige. I'm the marketing manager here at Guilford Hall. I'm Noah. I'm one of the brewers from Guilford Hall. And I'm Ryan Garrett, the head brewer at Guilford Hall. All right, and let people know who are unfamiliar with Guilford Hall Brewery, where exactly you guys are located and where they can find you online and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we're located at uh, 1611 Guilford Avenue um, in Station North, Baltimore, um, right near Mount Vernon, right near Penn Station. Uh, you can find us online at guilfordhall.com and on socials at Guilford Hall Brewery. All right, awesome. Now, you guys have a metric ton of stuff coming up to talk about it seems like uh so what's kind of the most pressing thing or the thing you have coming up immediately that we want to talk about first sure immediately um i know that we are launching a e-gaming tournament coming up this uh this month so we're having a mixer on january 11th for all those e-gamers out there uh come and meet some fellow gamers uh register for the tournament we have a 10-week gameplay um, and so that's going to be a lot of fun. And then, uh, gosh, there's just a, there's so much to go through. I don't even I don't know if I should go through what's first or what I think is super cool. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll run with that for right now. I think what we got to do to start this off and really jumpstart our Friday mm-hmm. is dive into our first beer. If that's, that's right. cool, oh, with you I'm, guys. I, I'm in agreement. So we're not real big, uh, you know, sticklers for rules on this program, but we do mm-hmm. have one rule. And that's, you're going to grab that can and try to get it right up into the microphone. So we hear that nice, beautiful crack on air. Love that. All right. So what are we starting with? Let me know. We're starting with our Conspiracy Dark Lager. It's, uh, we just rebranded this beer. It was just called Dark Lager. We went with Conspiracy as in the flock of Ravens is considered a conspiracy. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got a new label on and everything. We're doing it in 12 ounce and 16 ounce cans. It's in the stadium at our bar at the 507, the Gillies Nest in M&T Bank Stadium. Um, It's a Franconian style dark lager. Lots of dark chocolate malts and hopped with um, Tetanang and Northern Brewer and finished with a German lager yeast. All right. And I'm glad you mentioned the Gillies Nest because I want to talk a little bit more about that in the next few minutes. We just got done tasting uh, Conspiracy Dark Lager, correct? Correct. And I was just saying to to Paige and the crew off air that if you're not really well-versed in drinking beer, particularly dark beers, when you see a beer that's this dark, it could be a little intimidating and maybe even off-putting just by the visual. But this does not drink like a super heavy, like off-putting dark beer. This is... Very well balanced and very well done. Thank you so much for bringing this in. Yeah, we went uh, with this. You got the lager yeast, so it has that aging time where you're not like with an ale, you get so much of that robust flavor. But with the lagers, they age out. They get a little bit more balanced, a little bit more smooth. Right. And then the chocolate and the toffee notes in this beer is just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It, 
you saw I couldn't sum it up better. Everything, all the notes that you just said, it's 100% in there, but it's not like punching you in the mouth, like overpowering right. or anything like that. You get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yes. Very well balanced. Now, you mentioned you have a e-gaming tournament coming up, and then we sort of touched on the Gillies Nest at M&T Bank Stadium, which I believe that you guys are the only local brewery that kind of has their own setup in the stadium, correct? Yeah, we're super proud of that and really excited for this opportunity. We just uh, got in M&T um, this fall, so this is our first season. Um, uh, it's, what a it's, season to come in on. Oh, right? I know. And so we're just riding that wave. We're so grateful to be a part of it and, you know, and be along with all the hype that's going on. So, um, but yeah, so near section 507, we have our bar. It's a corner bar, so you've got a really nice view of the field, as Ryan was mentioning earlier. Um, we have uh, heaters, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's actually, it also has a fantasy zone ticker. So, you know, if you're interested in keeping up to date on other scores, nice. don't want to look at your phone, then we have a ticker right there on the wall. Love that. Yeah. So, um, and all of our beers obviously are in there. So that is another huge thing. And in 16 ounce yeah, cans. 16 ounce cans. So, so the big boys. Big Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna just going to go ahead and give you guys full credit for the season then. If this is your <laughs> if this is your first season in there, I'm, I'm saying you guys are the good luck charm. Well, uh, well, we, were, we were also in uh, Orioles stadium too so you know well, they, they didn't hurt either. <laughs> so we're you know the, the the record is balanced now but that's fair that's fair but yeah i clean slate now right right <laughs> but uh speaking of you know what you have going on in the stadium i know you were saying you also have a lot of stuff going on at the brewery for this ravens playoff push let me know what you got going on there yeah, so we are showing all of the playoff games uh, at Guilford Hall Brewery. So we have plenty of screens in our dining room for you to enjoy the game on. We have lots of game time appeti appetizers. We've got a giant pretzel, delicious chili pomegranate wings, which are perfect for game day. They go great with the dark lager also. There you go. Okay. So good lots player. of good food, lots of good brews to have. Um, so all the all the NFL games will be shown um, at Guilford. And um, then coming up, we also will have um, a new beer, which I am really eager to talk about, um, and which Ryan has a lot of cool info on. Uh, but yeah, so that will kind of lead us into... Yeah, so we're going to be doing the beer release on that. We're doing a, a check amber lager so like okay. a dark amber check style lager love that um, we did an actual triple decoction on this on this brew so we took the mash over boiled it brought it back brought it back over again boiled it again basically did that three times okay so it's an old world technique from centuries ago that was done in europe before we had steam and everything like right. that they would actually use wood fire to fire the kettle and um so it's a really old process, but what it does is it gives you these great caramelized malt notes and these like melanoidin notes that you don't normally get from just regular right. malted barley. So this extra step just kind of like solidifies this great taste in, in the beer. And it's an, it's an old thing that like people don't really do anymore. So we were kind of, you know, reviving an old technique that's very traditional in the German and Czech brewing world. Yeah, I'm fascinated by that because there's a few breweries around here, like Double Groove in Hartford County comes to mind that... They love going back and finding like really borderline ancient recipes mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I think they had a beer that was like he told us was Napoleon's favorite recipe <laughs> or something like mm -hmm. bonkers like that. And wow. I'm fascinated by finding, you know, making what's old new again. I love that kind of stuff. That's super cool from you guys. Yeah. So like our system's an old Czechoslovakian system. So it was already designed to do decoction style brewing. Right. Um, just the brewers there before I got in there had never never tempted it so i figured why not let's do it see what happens and it actually went really smooth normally the coction brews can take 
hours upon hours upon hours to okay. do. And um, we actually knocked it out in about the same amount of time we would do a normal brew. So if not faster. And, and, yeah, if not faster. So the system really, really was beneficial to us and now that we've done it we're kind of thinking about doing it a little bit more so all right really awesome stuff from <laughs> guilford hall brewery we have more craft beer on the bay to come craft beer on the bay producer matt here for craft beer on the bay hanging out with the crew from guilford hall brewery and we're having a ton of fun i think we can go and crack open our next beer all right Agreed. Beautiful. I'll give that like a seven out of ten on the crack. <laughs> so this My one's last in crack was bad. <laughs> <laughs> this one's an English IPA. Tell me what we got going on with this one. All right. So this is our English IPA, um, made with all English malts and English yeast and hops. Uh, the hops in it we used Admiral for bittering, and then we did Brang- Brangling's Cross as the flavor hop, and then finished it with UK Target and East Kent Golding. Um, big whirlpool edition on this beer. We did not dry hop it to be more traditional of the English style. Okay. We just went heavy in the hops on the whirlpool. Um, so you're going to get this is going to be more of a maltier style IPA gotcha. uh, versus the American counterpart. Um, so this is based really off the traditional what the English were taking to India when they were, you know, colonizing the earth. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Call me off guard with that one. <laughs> That is fantastic. There's like the perfect amount of bitterness to it, mm-hmm. but it's not like, you know, so bitter that you have to like force yourself to down it a little right. bit. Yeah, right. yeah. So it still comes in at like 65 IBUs, 6.1% alcohol, but okay. with the amount of malt that I use, and I use a lot of Maris Otter and some uh, crisp crystal malts to kind of develop that nice malt palette on the back end of there. So you're not just drowned out with hops. You get a nice balance all the way across the beer. Right. And we talk about it a lot on this show that it seems like the pendulum has really swung from either like super hoppy IPAs or like the the kind of fruitier like milkshake IPAs and back to more toward like malt-based stuff. So this really does kind of have like a best of both worlds feel where you're getting the hoppiness but that kind of maltiness at the same time. Yeah, it's not enough hops to like drown out your palate it, um, but you know they're there. They're right. There, and they're nice and balanced. They're definitely there. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and jump into our lightning round of questions. It's very beer-centric, very easy. Just first thing that comes to mind, I will say a lot of people seem to not understand the term lightning round and we'll talk for about five minutes on each question. So it's we don't funny. we yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and jump right in. We'll start at this end here. What was the beer that got you into craft beer? Uh, I got into craft beer from drinking Samuel Smith's Nut Brown Ales and Newcastle Nut Brown Ales in fish parking lots. Okay. <laughs> and you? I got into it because I'm mostly into German beer. Okay. So. Paige? I can't really name a specific beer, but I did take a beer and brewing class in school, and that kind of introduced me to all the cool history behind it, and it just... Then this came along and it worked out beautifully. Love that. This one's more brewer uh, centric, but what's the first beer you ever brewed? First beer I ever brewed was a Marzen style when I worked at El Camino's Brewing Company. Okay. Oh, half a one for me. What's your favorite beer you've ever brewed? Dark uh, lager. <laughs> uh, mine was a, an English style barley wine. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite brewery other than your own? That's a hard one. I drink a lot of Founders. I know I'm a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Big fan of Inverness. 
Well, we are big fans of Inverness here. Greg, come. He's a frequent guest. We love them. Big Greg's a great guy. Yeah. This is tough. Does it have to be local? I no, it doesn't okay. have to be. There's a really cool brewery up in Vermont um, called the name is escaping me. The Alchemist. Yes. Um, so they're okay. they're pretty pretty sick. We've only been there once, but I'll give them a shout out. Okay. <laughs> Two more questions. If you didn't work at a brewery, what would you be doing? I can say it because it's legal now. Growing pot. That's <laughs> <laughs> still be playing soccer. <laughs> okay. That's a good question. Um, I'd like to be doing something like you're doing, Matt. This is really cool. Like I, I'm super interested in media, so hope maybe something in that realm. We have openings. Let's talk. Okay. Well, <laughs> you guys, you guys heard that. I mean. <laughs> and final question. And seeing as Huber decided to just not join us today, there's a correct answer to this question. <laughs> If we were all on a boat and Huber and I were drowning and can only save one of us, which one would you save? How much beer is on the boat? As much as I can carry. I guess I'd save you. Yes, let's go! <laughs> Since you're the only one here, you know, I guess it's going to have to be you. There's yeah. very obviously correct answer to yeah. this, yes. Oh, uh, you know, we start having conversations off air while the music's playing, and then I almost forget that we still have a job to do. <laughs> We're hanging out with Guilford Hall Brewery for Craft Beer on the Bay. Producer Matt here, and we are having a blast. We've tried two fantastic beers so far. We had the Conspiracy Dark Lager, and what was the English IPA called again? Just, just English just IPA. English IPA? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Wanted to make sure I got that right. Yeah, we keep it pretty much simplistic. We just name our beers what they are. Okay, I love that. <laughs> Because idiots like me will definitely forget every time. Uh, so very excited to have you guys in here. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about is you're doing a Brewers Council. Explain to me what exactly that is. Yeah, so uh, on January 31st, between 6 and 8, this is a call out to all brewers in the state of Maryland, brewery owners, everything. Uh, we're getting everyone together at Guilford for some drinks and some appetizers. We have a, a pretty big state official that I'm not going to drop the name on right yet. Um, but she'll be there, and so she'll be able to answer all the questions that we all have, and we'll get a little chance to meet her. Um, and beyond that, it's another just a chance for collaboration yeah. and talk about what's going on in the, in the industry. It's in the beginning of 2024. I hope this is going to be a great year for beer in Maryland, so this is just a way to get it started. I love that. The, anything that encourages you know collaboration and just... A good, for lack of a better term, good vibe between all the breweries. Like I'm a hundred percent on board. I love that you're doing something like that. And we have a lot of the people in the beer community that listen to this show. So hopefully they hear that and make sure that they want to be there for that. Another thing that I want to make sure we talk about that I kind of got wind of, but didn't get a ton of details on is you're doing something. I believe it's a, a goose flight that has to do with uh, Tony Saragusa's nonprofit and his families involved with it. Can you give me some details on that? Yeah, that's right. So um, we are working on producing a white label beer. So it's our Guilford Lager with um, the Goose Flights label on it. So this is really exciting for us. This is a collaboration between us and Press Box and um, Goose Flights um, and Tony Saragusa's uh, nonprofit. So we are going to have a launch event, I believe, on January 18th. Okay. Um, so we're really excited about that. Um, yeah, it's going to be huge. This is all in support of his nonprofit, and um, we should have those in some of our some local Glory Days restaurants. Actually, I love um, that. coming into uh, the mid middle January. So 
yeah, very, very quickly coming up and um, come out for that watch party or that launch party. For actually, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, but yeah, come out and, and celebrate with us because we're really excited about and it. And just a little touch on that beer. Our Guilford Lager is a traditional German style Hellas, so just mm-hmm. nice, easy drinking Ooh. beer. Um, not too hopped out, real balanced, real good beer. You're speaking my language with that. <laughs> and, you know, there are few men in Ravens history that I think are quite as beloved as Tony Siragusa is. And so with all the enthusiasm around the Baltimore Ravens this season, I think that's an awesome thing to do. And anything that benefits his nonprofit, I think, is a, a huge deal. So we definitely want to see some people show up for that. Uh, one final time, give me a rundown of where people can find you physically, where you're located, and online where people can find you. Absolutely. We are located at 1611 Guilford Avenue um, in Station North, Baltimore. Um, and then online, you can find us at www.guilfordhall.com. Super simple. Get on there. All of our events are on there. You can RSVP, sign up on there, and check out what we have going on. You can also find our beer at many bars and liquor stores throughout the state. Um, And if you don't see it at your local liquor store, ask about it, please. Okay, awesome. Do you guys have a uh, a beer finder or something like that on your website where people can find what liquor stores you're at? Conveniently, we do. We have a tap map on our website um, under our About tab. So you click on About, see the tap map. You'll see that we're in quite a few locations, like Ryan mentioned, around Maryland. Um, I think at this point, over over 200 bars, restaurants, hotels. So um, it's divided up by by area, so you can search in your area where our beer is near you. All right, awesome. Thank you, Guilford Hall Brewery, so much for coming in for Craft Beer on the Bay. We're going to adjourn and start to record Craft Beer on the Bay After Hours, where you can find that on the podcast that will be available on all the Bay's social media channels, thebayonline.com, and anywhere else that you get your favorite podcast. Looking forward to getting into that. We are back with Craft Beer on the Bay After Hours, joined with... Guilford Hall Brewery, the crew from Guilford Hall, so stoked to have you guys in here. And we've been killing it so far with the beer selection. We had that Conspiracy Dark Lager and the English IPA. What do we want to jump into first? Let's get right into it. Mm. Uh, Well, my favorite go-to beer is the Baltimore Pilsner. I love that beer. It's just such a solid, nice, hoppy Pilsner. But uh, Sold. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Clean and quick. I feel like obvious choice for... For this show. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit. The thing that I love about doing this kind of podcast-specific edition of Craft Beer on the Bay. Awesome crack. Don't want to talk (laughs) over that. Uh, The thing that I love about doing this kind of after-hours segment is we can get a little nerdier about the, the brewing process and everything that maybe the average listener might go a little cross-eyed over. So tell me what we what went into brewing this beer. Uh, So this beer is pretty, pretty simple. Um, We use, um, Wireman's Pilsner Malt and Wireman's Floor Malted Pilsner Malt. So it's about half and half on the base of that. The Bohemian. Yeah, the Bohemian Floor Malted. And then um, it's Magnum Hops and a lot of sauce hops. A lot of sauce hops on okay. the back end. A very heavy addition of sauce hops. Yeah, probably <laughs> almost about as much as we put in our IPA. Oh, so wow. It's, okay. it's, it's pretty, pretty comparable on that level. Um, but since it's a noble hop, it's not going to be so pungent. Like, you know, the UK hops or an American hop would be. Right. So it's a nice floral, spicy finish. But I mean, I, I drink a lot of this beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I dig this a lot. And I'm wondering if that level of hops is maybe why I'm not getting necessarily the same amount of like sweetness that you get out of a lot of Pilsners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is that kind of what you're going for? Yeah, and it finishes really dry. So yeah. this one just 
gets pretty much bone dry. Yeah. Um, like no residual sweetness in it. Um, compared to our Guilford lager, which we, we ferment to have a little residual sweetness in right. it, but not too much. Th this thing's bone dry compared to that. It's closer to a Czech style pills than a, yeah. Than, than, than a traditional pills go. Well, that's, you know, we are three for three so far. Now, Paige, I'm going to turn it over to you. I know you guys have a packed month coming up. So just kind of give me a rundown of some of your events that you have coming up. Sure thing. So we're super excited about this month. Um, coming up in January, we have um, our e-gaming league mixer, which I already mentioned. That's going to be a 10-week gameplay. Um, and we also have Profs and Pints, which is a really cool segment that we did a couple months ago that was a huge hit. Um, we had lots of people come out for that. So... Um, we're bringing it back this month. We are doing uh, January 18th. We're doing um, the tale of sea shanties. So you'll learn about the origins of sea shanties, which, you know, I don't think many people know about. I love um, that. That and you get to enjoy some great beer. And then on the 25th, we have uh, a Profs and Pints event uh, about the tour, uh, tour of the multiverse, which sounds really intriguing. I have no idea what that really that might entail. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't really know in what context they mean the multiverse, but come, come and find out. So... The That's only multi multiverse I can think of is Marvel. It's so the same. <laughs> Me too. And and actually on the way here, I was like trying to decipher. I was like, wait a minute. Is this the Marvel multiverse or is this like the physical like universe? I, I don't know. But we're going to find out together. So. Sure sure the event, NASA yeah. said that there are multiple dimensions. So <laughs> I'm here if, for if it. you trust those guys. <laughs> I'll grab my tinfoil hat and we'll get into it, dude. Let's go. Yes. Please. Yes. We'll see you there. Um, also, if you ha we have any dancers out there, we're having a dance battle on January 19th, which is going to be really cool. One of our bartenders is hosting it. He is the best. Devin is going to be um, leading that. So come out, um, you know, meet some like-minded people that are interested in the same hobbies. Um, we have prizes available for those winners. Um, we also have Drag Brunch, which we host super often. Um, those are on the weekends. That's on the 20th. Um, and then we also have an Entrepreneur Connect event on the 24th. So that's going to be really cool. It's a um, small small business entrepreneurs connect. So come out and network and meet some like-minded people. Um, we also have a comedy show. And then what I'm super excited about, we have a charity um edm show on the 27th uh base egg or i'm sorry base eggs i think i said that right base eggs send it saturday 6.0 okay. it's their sixth edition uh it's a free event it's all day i think it starts at 11 um we're gonna have vendors we're gonna have food um and then obviously music right um so come out check what we have um it's all in support of rain which is the nation's largest sexual assault survivor um, oh, wow. or, uh charity so all proceeds um, from the vendors go to that. And then uh, $1.50, I think, of each of our drink purchases go towards rain. Um, so really excited about that. And then something else towards the end of January is industry night. So if you are part of the Baltimore be food and bev uh, industry, please come out on the 29th. It's a Monday night. This is kind of going to be our after holidays party for everybody who was working really hard during Christmas and New Year's to make sure everybody had a fun time. But now we want to make sure that you have a fun time. So awesome. come out and we'll take care of you. We have half off appetizers, $2 beers, $5 house cocktails. Um, it's going to be a great time. We're going to have some reps there. You can talk to other people in the industry. 
we're looking forward to it. That's on the 29th. I love that so much. As somebody that worked in restaurants before I started doing the whole mm-hmm. radio thing, that's such an awesome thing to do that industry night. I'm super looking forward to that for you guys. Now, something we didn't get to talk about at all while we were on air is I love kind of hearing the history of the breweries that we have in. Now, I'm not entirely sure how long you guys have been around for, but can you give me a little bit of the the background of Guilford Hall? Uh, so we've been around, uh, we just celebrated two years back in September. So we're about two and a half years in. Okay. Um, we are we are located in the old Crown and Cork building. Uh, so where the original bottle cap was actually designed is where we now brew beer. Oh, wow. Um, so that's pretty cool. It's building from like the 1800s, big brick buildings, really beautiful. Um, beyond that, uh, I've only been with the company now about five months. So History before me, I don't actually have all that much of it. <laughs> um, but like I said, we're only about two years old, so right. we're, we're, we're not too deep in our history yet. Right. But we plan on we plan on making some pretty big waves as we go forward. Well, hopefully many more years to come out of you guys, because so far the stuff that we've tried has been fantastic. I think we have one more beer that we can dive into, right? Yeah, sure. let's, uh, let's finish strong here. Let's go with our Belgian Golden. You actually, have to. Uh, it's our our one beer that we do that's not in the five to six percent alcohol range. This is eight and a half percent. Now we're talking. Let's go. <laughs> I still have to do an afternoon show later. Let's have fun. <laughs> I got to finish the one I was drinking first. Oh, okay. Go on, man up. Take it down. My yeah, guy. when I was choosing what to bring, I was like, you know, Belgian Golden has to come has to come with us. Yes. Let's get the crack. That Good one's one. a ten. That one's a ten out of ten. <laughs> All right, so while we're pouring that, go ahead and fill me in on the, the process behind this one. So this is our Belgian Golden Ale. So it's a, it's a Belgian strong Golden Ale. Um, we brew it with a bunch of Pilsner malt, a little bit of uh, Munich malt, and then a very large addition of Belgian candy sugar, um, which gives us a big boost on the alcohol. And then we use a um, pretty strong, aggressive Abbey-style yeast on this. Okay. So you get some really nice... Uh, phenolic notes and some of the really nice traditional Belgian esters. Um, and at 8.5% alcohol, I will admit this beer drinks scary smooth. Like it, you can drink a lot of this really fast. I was just thinking, I took that first sip and that does not drink like an 8% or yeah, at but all. It sneaks up on you quick. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have three of these and then stumble out of the studio and get fired today. <laughs> That's how it usually works. <laughs> Well, this has been an absolute blast with Guilford Hall Brewery. Thank you guys so much for coming in. And I tell everyone this, this is not a one and done thing. Anytime you guys have something, open invite. We'd love to have you back in. Matt, we are so, so grateful. We're so thankful we could be here. This has been so fun. Huge for us. Thank you for having us. All right. Awesome. So check Guilford Hall Brewery out online and make sure you check out the tap room. This has been Craft Beer on the Bay. You can get this or any past episodes of Craft Beer on the Bay at thebayonline.com and anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff, as well as the Bay's social media channels. Thank you guys for coming in, man. Good Thank talking you, man. to you. Thanks for having us. That's awesome. All right, peace.